It's lunchtime in Central Texas. Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too. It's time for the press box. What are we having? Uh, just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? Soup. Oh, that's apple juice. I can read. PB&J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Now, here's your host, Ward Weitz, and Glenn Stretch-Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas, here on this thirsty Thursday. <laughs> thirsty, thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Yes, a little overcast outside, but I like Thirsty Thursdays. I do, too. We drink a lot of Monsters and Rockstars on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Especially during football season. Yes, yes, that's a that's a good uh, additive to have <laughs> as uh, you navigate through a Thursday getting ready for football Fridays. Mm-hmm. And we've got one football Friday left tomorrow. I'm so sad. The Super Bowl coming up on Saturday. But then you know what? We get to turn the page after that because football Fridays will be here before we know it. Well, and then we have the new, what is it, the new UFL league that The Rock is part of, the spring football. Yeah, that's coming up in March, March. right, Stretch? Yeah, I think they're going to kick that thing off in March. They're trying to combine two leagues. I, you know what? They've tried. Uh, I've, I've worked in the USFL the last two years, and it, it was a it was a good experience. But I, whew, I don't know if uh, I'm not sure they're going to be able to. I, I just don't know that spring football ward has sustainability. I really don't. It'll be interesting to see how they. Obviously, they've cut both leagues in half tried to combine that to make one league. But, boy, to me, the bigger news is Gary Patterson as a consultant to Baylor Ward. I mean, does that really – does that – can you even let that marinate for a second before you even respond after all that has gone on between Art Browse, Kendall Browse, and what – you know, what they did with the university and, and getting that football program to a very high level and in and, and the competition between TCU, Baylor, and, and kind of that banter, that go back and forth. And now to think that Kendall Browse is the offensive coordinator at TCU and Gary Patterson coming to Baylor to, I, I, I believe, really be – Dave Aranda's kind of right-hand guy and help him. I mean, we know Gary Patterson is a hell of a football coach and does a great job every place he's been. Even the one year he was at Texas, did a great job uh, really shutting down Alabama. And I think Steve Sarkeesian was smart to bring him in. But I think this is a heck of a coup for Dave Aranda to bring in somebody as experienced as Gary Patterson to come to Waco and – really help him oversee what is going to be, uh, Ward Whites, you tell me, a very, I, I think, uh, tough year because there were a lot of people that I think initially thought that Aranda might be on the hot seat there at Baylor. So 
It's as, you know, they obviously went out and hired a big-time name and Jake Spavadol to come be an offensive coordinator. But I think this is one of the biggest stories. I think in, if, if it's not in college football, it dang sure is in, in the state of Texas today, Ward. Well, and I agree. I mean, it's a it's a huge deal to get a guy like Gary Patterson in and have his expertise kind of hold your hand and help you. And make no mistake about it, Dave Aranda was on the hot seat. Dave Aranda continues to be on the hot seat. And I don't know that this cools it off or not. And there's a lot of message boards out there where Baylor fans are losing their mind because Gary Patterson is coming in, the old TCU Horn Frog. Look, give me a break. It doesn't matter. Coaches – go where they need to go to be able to coach and their loyalty is whoever is writing that check it does not matter i get it there's a statue of gary patterson at tcu but if he wants to coach at baylor if he wants to coach at texas if he wants to coach at i don't know albany i anywhere if he wants to coach ranger junior college yeah (laughs) if he wants to coach ranger junior college it really doesn't matter wherever gary patterson is coaching that's where his loyalty is going to be. So don't lose your mind because he's a because horn frog. because of the rivalry the two schools have. And so that's just fans being fans. But I think once Gary Patterson is, you know, they see how it's going to all work and mesh together, they'll be quiet. Oh, I agree. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Ward. Who, and you're, and you're a Texas guy, who in your mind is, and, and I know there's some people that will say Grant Taft, but in the state of Texas, Who's who's in your mind been the best, most iconic college football coach? Daryl Roll. No question. Where did where Daryl Roll coached? Said it all. University of Texas national championships. Where did Daryl Roll go to college? Uh, it was A and M. OU. OU. That's right. OU. Now think about that. <laughs> you talk about. I mean, it, when we start thinking about, and I'm I'm going to the point you're making. I mean, it's all about loyalty because guess what? It's about who's paying you and who you can let some things go from. And I'm sure Gary still has a lot of memories about TCU and a lot of things from TCU. You don't lose that. But I can tell you, having played at the University of Texas and then myself gone and coached at Oklahoma, I can tell you you're loyal to where you need to be and what you're trying to accomplish and the goal that you're all going to get your team to go strive to achieve. So I think this is a heck of a move for Dave Aranda and to get uh, Gary Patterson could have probably gone anywhere in the country to be a consultant, but to be able to get him to come to Waco and be part of a staff that, Offensively, you're, you're you're moving on, right? You 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 you've shifted gears into going to Jake Spavital, and so now defensively, even though Dave Aranda is a defensive guy, he's going to have somebody helping him, looking and 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 taking a you know kind of a thirty five thousand foot overview of what they do, what they do with the program. I just think it's a I think it's a heck of a hire, and and I think it's going to be a, a, a big time opportunity to uh, to bring a guy in like that and to be able to pick his mind because make again make no mistake about it he is a he is a damn good defensive coach well the other thing is self-scouting is such a big part of it now that he's going to be able to do that self-scouting and help you out in situations where you may not have been able to help yourself out and 
look, being a head coach, as long as he's been a head coach and where he's been a head coach, he knows the ins and outs of the day-to-day tasks that have to be done. And he can help Dave Aranda with that as well. And, I, you know, I, it, it, I think it's a good hire for Baylor, but is it a, is it a, is it a prequel to anything in your mind? You think? Are you asking me? Do I think it's going to be a difference maker? I, I, I do. I do think it can be a difference maker. I think when you put and you get somebody with his experience, Ward, to put his eyes on your football team, to put his ears in your meeting rooms, to to gather that knowledge and put it and, and put it in one place. I think I really do. I think this is a big time coup, and I think that uh, he is going to uh, really be able to help Dave Aranda. I I, I I can't stress that enough, and I do think it, it it's going to make a difference. We know that it's all about the players, no question about it. Uh, Gary Patterson is not going to play one snap. Dave Aranda is not taking one defensive snap in the secondary. Jake Spavital is not going to get under center and take one snap to help your offense. But when you can have that sort of experience around you and you can have another, again, another set of eyes, another set of ears, I, I think that's that's a big-time help. And I would think that you're a defensive player, you're in the portal, uh, you know, six months from now. And you look and you think you have an opportunity to come play with one of the best college football coaches. We can say it. I can say it because I think he did an incredible job at turning around TCU. And and and, and a sharp defensive mind, you're going to – absolutely you're going to take a look and say, I, I wouldn't mind going playing down there for Dave Aranda and Gary Patterson and what they've got doing. And and I think it's one of those things that kind of helps you turn the corner and transition away from, no question, I agree with you, the hot seat is still there, but it helps you kind of turn the corner and take the focus away from it being, uh, you know, from the seat being so warm to, boy, let's see what they're going to do uh, and, and how they adjust and what they do with the new offense and a new set of eyes in the defensive room. Well, and, and that helps the coaching staff. But, again, you've got to get the Jimmys and Joes to come in. And right now in the transfer portal, Baylor has not been very good. And until that changes, it, it's going to be an uphill battle. And they've got to find a way. And you're right. Maybe, maybe this is the pawn on the chessboard that says, okay, now I think I might want to take a look at going to Baylor. If you're a defensive guy, if you're an offensive guy, does it really matter? Well, I think Jake Spavitol matters. I mean, you know, he he to me, he did a he he's done a good job wherever he's been as a coordinator, whether that be A and M, Cal. Now, we can, you know, we could obviously criticize the job he did at Texas State and and say, wow, boy, uh, G.J. Kenny's doing a heck of a job at Texas State. Spavitol didn't accomplish near that or get him to near that level at the time he was there. But you and I know there are guys that are good coordinators that don't do a good job when they get the, the H.C. title next to their name. But they are good coordinators, and I think Jake Spavitol did a heck of a – like I said, did a heck of a job at A&M. He's going to – He'll spread them out. He'll be able to throw the football around, and he's going to be able to to give you some issues uh, when you try to scheme up Baylor offensively. But 
like you just said, it's about it's it's not about X's and O's, it's about Jimmy's and Joe's, and hopefully they'll be able to get some better players and better recruits in there because of the two guys that they've hired in Spavital and and now uh, Gary Patterson coming in to oversee the program. What do you think about Patterson coming in? 254-662-1660, the ESPN text line. We'll talk a little bit more about that and get your thoughts on Gary Patterson joining Dave Aranda's staff as a consultant. Coming up next, though, oh, by the way, what day is it? Thursday. It, but is it a national, do you have the national Today day? is National Kite Flying Day, so kite if you want to go fly a kite, go find you a kite. <laughs> it's not much wind going on, but you can fly a kite. All right, well, I've done that before. I don't mind flying kites. Uh, not me. You're not going to do that? No, I'm not very good at it. I think Scott needs to go get you a kite and you need to fly <laughs> yeah, it this yeah. afternoon. I'd like Family to have, activity. I'd like to have video of that. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, she'll join us coming up in just a little bit with Stephanie Sports Talk. But coming up next, we're going to talk Rangers as Jeff Wilson joins us next on the Press Box. Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks from Lawrence coming up this Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100-254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Event Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions, Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painted Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from TechStot. Time to talk Texas Rangers baseball with Jeff Wilson of Rangers Today on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box here on this Thirsty Thursday. Glad to have you along as we talk a little bit of Rangers with Jeff Wilson from Rangers Today. And, you know, Jeff, it's just too bad there's not a whole lot going on with the Texas Rangers right now. (laughs) It's weird because they're – there's not like a lot of signings, although there, there was just a big one, but um, there's just a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes that no one seems to really know about. But um, um, the one I was just mentioned, the, the Rangers and Adolis Garcia just avoided arbitration, which is good. It's a two year deal for 14 million. That could be worth uh, 20 million. That's according to John Heyman. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good deal for, for both sides. You, they don't have to go through this next year for one. Um, you know, it's incentive based. So Adolis has a chance to make some extra money and, and, uh, the, you know, money motivates these guys. There's no doubt about it. Um, and then they didn't have to go to a hearing where right. they're just terrible. They're just terrible. You know, the, you know, you, basically the Rangers would have, have had to lay out a case why they didn't want to pay Adolis Garcia an extra $1.9 million. And then they would talk about what it strikes out too much. He's, you know, plays too hard. I don't know what they would have said, but you know, there's no need to do that, especially with a guy who basically lifted you to the, the world series. So let me ask you this, as, as you guys get ready for spring training, where is Corey Seager and, and, and how is he progressing? Just having that surgery. 
Yeah, well, and shoot, I don't even know if it's been two weeks. So um, he's he's still in the tender phase, I would assume. But um, you know, he he's going to be in in spring training doing his rehab there. He had the surgery in Phoenix, so uh, I don't even think he went back to uh, his offseason home. So um, you know, the the thing about about Corey is uh, a he's in incredible shape. There's not an ounce of fat on him. Um, you know, these guys, they, they focus so much on their core training that, that it'll come back once everything scars and whatnot have healed. And, and then, you know, we, we saw last year that Corey Seager can come off the disabled list without a single darn at bat and do pretty good. So I think that, he, you know, I would, th- I would think after a month, he probably starts swinging a bat. Um, I don't know that he, he'll play in a bunch of spring games, but I don't think it matters. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us inside the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. And, Jeff, for the starting rotation going into spring training, I know there's lots of anticipation of how this thing is going to mold itself and and work itself out through spring training. But is there a couple of guys that you're looking at that's going to have to lead this rotation right now? Well, you know, Evaldi and and John Gray are are the two guys. And I think, think, you know, Fans know what they're going to get out of Evaldi. He's he's been been a really good pitcher and all a star. Um, you know, he's won a couple World Series now, so he 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 knows how to get it done. So does John Gray. He just has had trouble staying healthy for the Rangers. You know, mm-hmm. his first year he was on the injured list four times. Last year he got hurt at the worst possible time. They were down the stretch, so um, he did real well in the bullpen, uh, which is intriguing because when all these starters come back, when Degrom and and then Scherzer and, and Tyler Malley uh, are healthy. Um, somebody's going to have to go to the bullpen. And Gray was a was a darn weapon down there, and he, he said he enjoyed it. But you know, if, if he's if he's being a, a, an excellent starter, obviously he's not he's not going to lose his rotation spot. But I really like John. He's a good guy. He's got a good heart. <laughs> Big guy throws hard. Has a good slider. And, and, and if he can stay healthy, I'd, I'd really love to see what he can do. Do you think the closer this year or early out? I mean, I mean, do you think they're going to rely on the clerk or where? Where do you do you think there's somebody that's going to come out of the shadows that maybe we don't know about that could fill that role a little better? Well, you know, they they signed David Robertson here what last week or right after the Fan Fest deal, and um, he's uh, I mean he's got 175 career saves. Uh, he, probably the reason he doesn't have more is because he, he pitched on Yankees teams with, with Mariano Rivera. Uh, on, honestly, you know, he, he's, he's had closer stuff. He's been a closer for contending teams. He's, he's pitched in the postseason. Um, he, he won a World Series early in his career at the Yankees. So he, he's a guy, he's 39, but he's still throwing hard, and, and, he, and he knows how to pitch. I mean, I, you know, you, you can't place a value on that. He knows how to pitch and get out of trouble. I, I would think he would get first crack at it if, if LeClerc falters or doesn't look good in spring. You know, LeClerc last spring was hurt, tried to pitch through it, <clears throat> carried it into the season, and then it was a, a kind of a disaster for him. Uh, Robertson's good. Kirby Yates, you know, saved 41 games in 2019 and had uh, elbow troubles. Uh, there, there are the, Those are the two newcomers, Robertson and Yates, who, who potentially could get a lot of save opportunities. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, Jeff, going into spring, there's always a couple of names out there that may not be on the 
40-man roster, maybe fighting for a roster spot. Is there some sleepers in your mind that we might just see in spring training that come up opening day, they're all of a sudden on this roster and making a difference in this baseball team? Yeah, you know, I, I, well, I mean, the, the the big one that's not under the radar, though he's not on the 40-man, is, is Wyatt Langford, and first-round pick from last year, and everybody is, is super excited about him. Um, you know, 161 minor league at-bats, he had 19 at AAA, so, you know, <clears throat> do, you, do you worry if he's had had enough time down there? Um, spring training's a real tough place to evaluate, guys. You know, you have pitchers who are on the mound who – uh, are just working on their fastball and only throwing fastballs. So you can tee off on fastballs, uh, guys who, who don't belong in, in the major leagues or, or just, you know, over from minor league camp that, that a seasoned hitter is going to take advantage of. And then the ball flies in Arizona. So, so you got to be really, right. really aware of that. But uh, he's probably one of them. I think Danny Duffy, who just signed a, a minor league deal um, this week, left-handed pitcher, I think he has a real chance to to be in the bullpen. He's a he's a veteran guy. Uh, he's only started in his career, um, coming off a couple years of arm injuries. But he was with the Rangers a lot last year, uh, rehabbing and and um, he he would throw live batting practice during the during the postseason. Uh, I think he's got a good chance. He, he's <clears throat> he's former teammates with Chris Young, which never hurts. So um, if, if you're if you're going to pin me down on two, I'd say Langford and. And, uh, and Duffy are, are, are guys to watch. And then Josh Young coming off of that injury that he had to end last season. How, how does he look coming into spring ball? Well, you know, he, he said he has no limitations with his, with his thumb. Uh, it, it doesn't look good, uh, but it's, it doesn't have any pain. He, he can do whatever he needs to do with it. Um, you know, he, I think he, he really was, was, <clears throat> Obviously, nobody wants to be hurt. He's been hurt and had surgery three years in a row. Uh, he's, he's tired of that. He really wants to uh, to be healthy this year. And, and if he if he had stayed healthy, he might have been the rookie of the year. You know, and I, I know Gunnar Henderson had had some pretty good numbers, but Gunnar Henderson also didn't miss four week four or five weeks. So I, I think that uh, Josh is motivated. Um, you know, he he wasn't a Gold Glove finalist. Probably should have been. Maybe the injury cost him that. Um, but you know, some guys, some guys just have bad luck and, and, and it looks like he's one of them. I'm not saying he's injury prone. Um, that's more like hamstrings and calves and stuff. These have just been kind of freakish injuries. The unfortunate thing he's had him three years in a row. So if he's healthy, you know, he will, he was an all-star last year. If, he, if he's healthy, he'll be an all-star again, I think. Jeff, when you look at the outfield for the Rangers, and I know it's a lot of moving parts, even going into spring training and maybe all the way up to opening day, but what does that outfield look like? Is it going to be a rotation, or do you think that they're going to have it solidified by opening day and it probably stays the same? Well, I mean, they really could go with four guys for, for three spots because they have the DH spot that, that nobody's in uh, right now. And so it, it's conceivable that that – the outfield is is uh, Carter, Tavares, Garcia, with with uh, Langford getting some DH at bats, getting some games in the outfield. He's still kind of raw defensively. You know, he's he's if there, you know, he was a catcher at, at Florida when he when he started. He transitioned to uh, the outfield. He's super athletic and fast, and and there aren't any doubts about his ability. It's just he, he's still learning how to play uh, left field. Uh, so. Um, you know, and, and, and 
everybody saw what outfield defense meant to the Rangers in the postseason. I mean, you have three, you know, Garcia won a gold glove. Tavares is, is capable of winning a gold glove. And Carter, who had really never played left field, picked it up real quick and looked great out there. So uh, every, every pitcher, there's a ball in the air. He wants an out. And then that, you know, good defense helps helps a pitcher out as much as anything. So um, if, if there is uh, – Langford's bat looks ready, but his defense isn't. You could see you could see four guys uh, rotating through that outfield. And when you talk about that, I, I know you're talking about depth and how the how the team is going to stack up. And obviously, that helped them last year into that stretch run. Have they got? Do you think they've got two good catchers? Obviously, they got a really good catcher in Heim. Is there somebody though that you think could? you know, where you don't see a big fall off when you have to give him a day or two off. Yeah, you know, they, they signed Andrew Kinzer. Uh, that's how it's pronounced. The first end, uh, the, the first end is silent. Um, uh, from the Cardinals, he has experience with Mike Maddox. Hit a lot of, hit a lot of home runs and not very many at-bats last year. Um, He's had some issues. The, the knock on him has been his, his pitch framing, which the Rangers are leading the world in. So uh, he, he's on a big league contract. So it looks like he's going to be on the team. I'm a big Sam Huff guy. Uh, big guy, can hit the, hit the heck out of the ball, uh, is good defensively for his size. Um, I, I think the Rangers are pretty pretty well set, though, with Heim and Kinzer. It'd be, it'd be great if, um, if, if, if Huff were to make the team somehow, you know, if he can play a little first base. He, he obviously could, could be a DH. He could catch some. The Rangers liked it when they had three catchers on the roster. That was more of a, a roster expansion September thing. But um, I, I think you know Huff has a chance. He he can hit. He can get a ton of home runs. He has a good spring, and the Rangers like the bat. He's got a chance to be on the roster too. But I would I would say Hyman and Kinzer. Jeff Wilson with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas from Rangers today. And, Jeff, you know, the exciting thing going into last season or one of the big talking points going into last season was Jeff DeGrom. And if he could stay healthy, well, we all saw what happened. He could not stay healthy. Is there a timetable on him possibly getting back on the mound for the Rangers? And if so, how long is it going to take him to get back in that groove? Well, you know, he he's a uh... – he hadn't. He, he's going to start his throwing program in, in next week in spring training, uh, and it, it's like a tedious thing. Sixty feet, like you know, you got to do it two, for two or three weeks before you move on. It's a real slow, gradual, cautious buildup. Uh, he's done it before, though. Um, he said that his arm feels the same as it did then, um, and and you know he won two Cy Youngs after that. The, the you know the the concern with Tommy John guys is that they they don't have great command when they first come back, but like Jacob Degrom has the best command in baseball, you know. So so you wonder maybe maybe he's not as great as he wants to be, but he's still going to be really 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 good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he you know if, if he's throwing a hundred, uh, it's his uh, changeup still looks like a fastball and and you know keeps these these hitters diving at it. He's going to be fine. I mean, you know, when 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 he and Scherzer and and Molly Malley, sorry, are all back, it's going to be like three trade line, three three trade deadline acquisitions. You're getting back a three times high young winner, a two times high young winner, and a guy who uh, piles up a ton of strikeouts. So it'll be really interesting to see 
um, how that all shakes out. But, man, DeGrom, DeGrom, honestly, you look at his numbers historically, they're among the best ever. He, he's he's going to be fine, I think. It, 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 what do you think is Bochy's mindset as far as do you think he looks at spring training different this year going in as a champion than he did last year? And how do you think or do you think he adjusts the time maybe that, uh, you know, that he gives certain players playing time while they're out there in spring training? Yeah, you know, they look, the Rangers played an extra month you know, last year. There's, there's no getting around that. Um, a lot of them hadn't done it before. Uh, they had a, had a month less to uh, to recover, um, so I, I I think that that you'll see guys like uh, Simeon who played, you know, including the postseason, played 179 games, started 179 games at second base. Uh, I, I bet he kind of gets a, a a later start or or doesn't have to play as many games early on. Um, I would have thought the same for for, for Seager. Uh, Nate Lowe's another guy who played 168, 178 games, I think. He had a couple of those at DH, but nevertheless, uh, a lot of games on his feet. Um, so, yeah, some guys are going to get rest. I would think Adolis gets rest because he, he was injured in the World Series. He's coming off that. He said he's fine, but uh, I, I would think that they'd want to uh, play that one safe. You'll see a lot of young guys. I think Carter, Langford, uh, <laughs> they'll play a lot. Those guys will get a lot of reps, play a lot. Um, but yeah, you know, and then, then the pitching side, Mike Maddox doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, they had a lot of pitchers who missed a lot of time last year. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see about that, but I would think that, that the Rangers want will want to save their bullets for, um, opening day, but, but then also throughout the season, try to be a, try to be healthy and strong at the end. Jeff, is there any better combination between, Mike Maddox and Bruce Bochy in baseball right now. Those guys just seem to work seamlessly together. Yeah, and it's hard to it, it it's hard to beat that. I, I think you know you you have you, you see a lot of hitting coaches turnover, a lot of pitching coaches turnover. Um, you see some guys who are who are more number based, and um, you know the Rangers are returning their entire coaching staff, and I think that's important, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bruce Bochy just he just trusts Mike Maddox, you know, and why wouldn't you? And um, you know, they share information and 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 talk about who's ready and who's a good guy to get up and all of that. And ultimately, Bochy makes that call. But um, yeah, you, you, I, I don't think I think the Rangers just knocked it out of the park last year with with, with those two guys. I mean, you, you you're talking playoff appearances, World Series appearances. Uh, World Series championships in Bochy's case, Maddox just won his first. So, um, yeah, that that's that's pretty tough to beat across the league. And uh, we don't want to we don't want to get on here and bash anybody. I, I I certainly would if I needed to with John Daniels. But doesn't it feel better that that you do have consistency in the coaching staff? And do you think that has something to do with Chris Young versus John Daniels and how he tried to micromanage the baseball team? Uh, I I don't think uh, that's an accurate uh, perception. Uh, I think I think John Daniels made suggestions. You know, Chris Young is in the office every day too. Uh, the the, dif- the difference is that, that John Daniels had inexperienced managers. Um, you know, they they hired Ron Washington was the first time manager that turned out pretty good. 
Jeff Bannister started out good. Chris Woodward was never given a fair chance. But these first-time managers, I think the front office feels compelled, especially these days, to um, to to make suggestions. But I don't think that it's like the Dodgers situation. Yeah, I, I, I think that that Ron Washington made out his lineup card every day. Yeah, I, I think I think that the manager is given that leeway under John Daniels. Uh, and you know, John Daniels, even Chris Young admits it, deserves a ton of credit for for this team, uh, for for that championship, and uh, was effusive in his praise. They're still good friends. They talk a lot. Um, you know, John Daniels put together a, a really good team. You know, he, the finishing pieces might have been Bruce Bochy, might have been uh, Mike Maddox, might have been uh, you know Nathan Avaldi. Uh, but uh, the, the, this team, from, from Josh Young and Evan Carter all the way to Dolis Garcia, even Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, all signed, all acquired under under John Daniel. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And you mentioned the Dodgers, and I can't let you go without talking to you a little bit about Clayton Kershaw as he's going to stay in L.A. Some Ranger fans disappointed in that just because – He's a Dallas guy, and they wanted to see him come home to Texas. But really, was Kershaw a fit on this roster coming into next season? No. I mean, he's hurt. You know, he, you know obviously a three-time Cy Young winner, former MVP. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's hurt. Uh, it's a shoulder, which is more concerning than the elbow. It's not. He's not going to be healthy till August. The Rangers already have three of those guys. <laughs> I, I don't know where. I don't know where he would play. You know, are you going to? Con- would you have completely overturned four spots in your rotation? Would you have gone to a six-man rotation? How would you have done it? And, um, you know, and, and, and you know, if, if if Kershaw has a knock, it's that he's not very good in the postseason. Now it sounds like he was pitching with a frayed shoulder uh, last year when he got lit up by the Diamondbacks, but um, it, it just it just wasn't gonna it just wasn't gonna work out. I also think that that you know he values playing for one team for his entire career. Uh, the Dodgers obviously drafted him in 2007, developed him, have made his family wealthy many, many times over. Uh, I think that uh, there's a there's a, a, a tight bond there that, that's, that's going to be pretty hard to break. And what, he's 36 now, I think. You know, maybe he pitches another couple of years. Maybe he does end up with the Rangers. Who knows? You know, it's, it's, he has four kids, I think. They all live here in, in the Highland Park area. So, um, but the thing is, he's got enough money to, to have a house in L.A. They can all come whenever they want. You know? <laughs> he probably has his own plane or has access to one. So it's not like it's not like he's never going to see these kids. So um, I, I, I think that he's a Dodger for life. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us inside the press box. Tell them how they can find Rangers Today, Jeff. Well, you go to rangerstoday.com. There, there's uh, all kinds of stories. There's minor leagues. There's major leagues. There's... Uh, the, the links to the podcast. There's uh, T.R. Sullivan who, who offers his memoirs. It's five ninety nine a month for full access, or sixty dollars for a year. It's it's cheap. It's good, and uh, you're, you're not you're not going to beat the price. It is outstanding. We appreciate the time as always, Jeff. And we'll talk to you from surprise as the Rangers try to repeat as the World Champions coming up this 2024 season. All right, guys, I'll be there next week. Talk All right. To you later. There he goes, Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. And I don't know. I mean, do you feel good about the Rangers going in and being able to repeat right now? I think if you look at the Rangers and what they have coming back, and I think 
Garcia avoiding arbitration is huge for this baseball team. And I, I think you have to feel good, one, because you got the manager, and two, because you've got a pretty good lineup coming back. Now, did they catch lightning in a bottle? Yeah, maybe. Nobody goes on the road and wins 10 straight in the playoffs. But still, you look at this team overcoming a lot of adversity last year and winning the world championship for the first time, they got to be the favorites going in. You think you, you you really believe that, or you think you think the Astros are the favorite? I, what, what I, you, I mean, you really, if you really had, if, if right now Super Bowl week, you got your last thousand dollars in your pocket, and you got to stumble in there and make a bet. You, are you are you betting on the Rangers? I'm going Rangers. Absolutely, going all in Rangers. They, I, they've got I, the best manager in baseball. I, 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 and there, uh, you got. There's you, you no question. You're that. a feel good guy, and I appreciate that. You're a you're a feel good guy, and I appreciate that. I I I, I certainly hope that uh, that they do. I, my concern is is again this this injury situation. I, I'm starting to I'm starting to think, boy, you know, Degrom just now coming back to throw Scherzer, Young. I mean, they, you know, we know, we know Seeger. We think he'll, you know, he'll, he'll bounce right back. You make a great point, though. It's going to be about the manager and it's going to be about how he manages these guys to get them to where they are healthy when the, when the season's ready to go. And having your finger on the pulse of your players is something that, uh, I don't care whether you're coaching football, baseball, hockey, it doesn't make a rip. You better be able to, to, to be able to read your players and know uh, when you can flip the switch and they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, I agree. I think it comes down to that. And we are just a few days away. They'll be in surprise coming up next week, and we'll get the first look at the reigning champion, Texas Rangers. Oh, by the way, you can hear them right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, she's back in the press box. Baylor, Big 12 women's basketball. On ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and West Virginia women's basketball Saturday from Foster Pavilion. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. Here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Hey, right now, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out set an all-time sales record, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, <laughs> the best way to buy a car. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. 
Yes, you've always been able to get a better Premier Diamond for the best price at Diamore Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by DMORI Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. DMORI Fine Jewelers at DMORIFineJewelers.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Everything we do, we do for you. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union. 2024 is a leap year and has a total eclipse of the sun. That's your sign to win. Act out of the ordinary. Is your vehicle financed elsewhere? Lower your payments today by refinancing, instantly saving money without the goofy glasses. Have a bright new game plan with First Central's local finance team. Apply online. Score at www.firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policies apply. Member NCUA. King of the road. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk, a look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. I'm back. (laughs) No ta-da? Not today. Maybe okay. tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow mm-hmm. because it's Friday. Correct. Okay. It's been like the longest week ever. The longest week ever. No, like the longest week ever. Oh yeah, like the <laughs> longest. To me, week. it's been long. <laughs> hey, I need to give a shout out to some new fans of Stephanie Sports Talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baskin Robbins, brand new, opened in China Springs. So nice. give a shout out to them. Where's the ice cream? Oh, like it would melt by the time I got from there to here. Well, I. I don't know that Aaron. it would. <laughs> I don't know that it would. Yeah. I guess I could get some dry ice and put it in a cooler or something and bring you some. <laughs> yeah, so thank you to them. New fans. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. We'll get some ice cream. All right. So I was on the Googles, and I found some interesting facts. Some of you probably know it. Okay. The coaches out there do, but I thought it was interesting. Okay. Mahomes and per- Purdy were both in elementary school the last time an NFL team won consecutive Super Bowls. And that was New England, 
Patriots in 2004 and 2005. Wow. Has it been that long? How about that? Seems like it was just yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, they were in elementary school. Okay. I don't know what grade they were in. I'd have to add it up. Okay, 19 years ago, Kyle Shanahan just ended his first season as an NFL assistant coach with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay. His father, Mike, won Super Bowls with Denver Broncos in 97 and 98 with John Elway. Right. Okay. If the 49ers win, it will make that father and son tandem the first such duo to win Super Bowls as head coaches. How about that? That's kind of cool, right? That is cool. It's not going to happen, but it's cool. It might. You never know. Well, I will tell you this, that the psychics out there are saying that the Chiefs are going to win. Okay, the psychics are saying that. Well, I feel, I feel much better about my pick now. I saw it on the Today Show. They interviewed these psychics, and they said that Kansas City's going to win, Stop but it's it. going to be a battle. So we'll see if they're right. Ugh. But here's a funny thing. If you're a psychic, wouldn't you know what the score was going to be? Yeah, I mean. And you, they didn't tell. Nobody said, okay, and the score is going to be this. So are they really psychic? No. Or are they just fans? I think it's funny. Right? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> funny and ridiculous at the same time. I know. So, Christian McCaffrey, right? I love him. I, I love mean, if him. you feel so good about being a psychic and you know who's going to win the Super Bowl and you know the score. You would be going to Vegas and putting money down. You think? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, did you know that the stadium, the Raider Stadium, is actually in Paradise, Nevada and not downtown Vegas? I did not know that. Yeah. How I, about that? How, I know. Because when you look at it on the TVs, you it looks on like. what? On the TVs. <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> It looks like it's on, like part of downtown. On the TVs. On the TV. What do you call it? A TV? Okay. Well, there could be multiple. It's I guess plural. You're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. right. So, Kristen McCaffrey's dad, right? His dad was a wide receiver on the Broncos. Yes, he was. I did not know that. He mm-hmm. also won a Super Bowl ring. Yes, he did. With San Francisco the last time they won in 1994. And Mike Shanahan was the 49ers offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Now you do. Now I do. I just gained some knowledge. Easy. So, <laughs> if Kansas City wins, this will be their third victory, and three is my lucky number, so they may just pull it off. But um, Mahomes, this will be, like, better than the other previous quarterbacks who have won, like, I guess consecutives, I guess. And that would be – That would be back-to-back. No, back to, well, yeah, I don't know if it's back-to-back, but most young quarterbacks, I guess, or the most quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Tom Brady was seven. Terry Bradshaw with four, Joe Montana with four, and Troy Aikman with three. So this would be his third one. So he'll be in that elite group if they win. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. That's kind of cool. Okay, some little fun facts. So Patrick Mahomes likes to eat strawberries, orange, and apples whenever he can. Those are his favorite fruits. All right. He doesn't eat have any sugar, no fast food. Now this is kind of now. Wait a minute. He doesn't like. He'll uh, eat it, but he now wait a minute. Stop right there. Stop mm-hmm. right there. He did not build a Whataburger in Kansas City not to eat Whataburger. Not during season when he's training. He may eat it in the summertime or before training camp. I bet you he drops on by and has a nice little Well, he must do it undercover because he, he said in an interview to Sports Illustrated he does not eat fast food. But he will eat fried cheese. Like those cheese sticks. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, kind of weird because that's kind of like fast food. Right, Aaron? Yeah. That's yeah, a, I think you would call it. It's a really that. weird exception to have. <laughs> That's very strange. Well, maybe he's strange. He likes I, his, he sleeps too. He's got to eat Whataburger. He, he has to. Maybe his wife likes it. 
likes country, to, so. No, it, he, he's one that came <laughs> out and said, I got to have a Whataburger. And so wow. that was the first one outside of Texas. Now it's they're blowing up everywhere, but that was the first True, one outside of Texas. but maybe this is just like. And he has a franchise of them now. He's several just of one. them. Yeah. He has several of them. But maybe he said that when, like, he was in training. He doesn't eat Whataburger. No, I'm not buying that. Well, I don't know. Then he'd be lying to Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the journal. Or maybe Sports Illustrated misunderstood. <laughs> exactly. And they don't know what Whataburger is. They need to is. retract that story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He likes to sleep 10 to 12 hours. Okay. Okay. Which you really need nine hours of sleep to have good health and mental clarity. I didn't know if you knew that, Ward. Mm, I'm in trouble. I know, so you better. <laughs> Aaron might be too, because Aaron's a night owl. Yeah. Okay. He is two. He weighs two twenty five and is six foot two. Okay. Okay. Brock Purdy loves in and out burger. I can see that. Okay. It, He's in California. That's, that's a and, California base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was in college in California, you know, there was in and out burger almost on every corner, and that's just really where we went and hung. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he hates mustard, so if you put mustard on. Any of his hamburgers or anything, he will not eat it. Okay. So, who hates mustard? That's, I mean, I know people hating mayonnaise, but mustard? There's, there's sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. Well. I sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Yeah. yeah. It can be jarring if you're not expecting it. It mm-hmm. can be overpowering. Like, yeah, That's I like a good mustard, word. But yeah, you can. If you put too much on it, it's easy to put too much on it. Yeah. If, it, if it's too much for me, it goes a long I'm, way. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not buying in on that. Well, yeah. And I'm not eating mayonnaise on any found a on anything or sandwich. Yeah, I like mayonnaise. The only time I use mayonnaise is tuna fish. That's it. Tuna fish. That's healthy. <laughs> tuna fish is good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. Purdy's main diet always is grilled chicken and veggies, which I can see that. That's what a lot of football players and yep. basketball players eat. Uh, offensive linemen, they eat a lot of beef. They need to. Yeah, they have to. they got to keep that meat on their bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sleeps about 10 hours, but before he goes to sleep, he's always reading a book. It helps his mental, I guess, kind of like meditation. Right. You know, he has big faith in God, so I'm sure he's reading the Bible or something. Maybe so. Um, he, I watch Andy. Griffith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would put you to sleep. <laughs> it's the best show ever. I don't know. Okay, he is 220, and he weighs... Or no, yeah, he weighs two twenty and he's six foot one. So they both like hamburgers, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. As of this morning, it has been reported that already sixteen million people have taken Monday off. They've already put in for vacation. They've already said we're not coming in. I think we need to do that. You think we can get away with it? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. our boss. Um. And two million literally have already called in sick, and they're at work today. <laughs> by the now way, that's I'm funny. Oh, be by the way, I'm going to be on sick Monday. on Monday. Uh huh. And um, just a little note to those here in the Waco area: if you are going to order pizza for your Super Bowl parties or your chicken wings, you need to do it today. You need to put your order in today, or you are not really? going to have them ready. Yes. Really. Absolutely. I made some calls. So even if you're in Temple and you're listening and you go down there to uh, our buddy Mike's. Wings, wings. Wings Pizza and Things. Wings, you need to put I've your order in today. I've seen on Facebook today. that they're asking you to put the order in early because it's going to get nuts. Uh-huh. And, and they sell more wings down there than they do all year, of course. Mm-hmm. Literally in one day. 
So if and if you're going to go watch it somewhere, you need to go and call and see if they're taking reservations or you will not get in at most of the restaurants here in Waco and especially down at Mike's Place, Wings Pizza yeah, and Things. So be tough. If you're having a party and you need that, you need to go ahead and order it today. So there's your. Do you like to go out and watch the Super Bowl no. at a location, or would you rather be at home? I'd anyway? rather be at home when watching my big screen TV. In fact, I'm having a little get together at my house. Oh, are you? Okay. You're welcome to come. Oh, good. We're gonna have hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good now. His favorite. I'm really good now. <laughs> and we'll have a side of mayonnaise for you too. Oh, but there yeah. you go. There you go. So right. that's your talk for today. But yeah, put your orders in now, people, or you will not have any wings. All right. Hello, Baskin Robbins. Bring me some ice cream. That's there right. There you go. All right. That's right. We'll take the break. When we come back, we'll talk more Super Bowl. That's next on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us tonight, beginning at 6, live from Rudy's, and hear from head baseball coach Mitch Thompson and women's basketball coach Nikki Collin. That's tonight from 6 till 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, here on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas, it's time to support our youth. You're invited to attend the 2024 McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 5th through the 9th at Extraco Event Center in Waco. More than 500 McLennan County 4-H and FFA students will be exhibiting livestock for an opportunity to sell at the annual Sale of Champions Friday, February 9th at 6.30 p.m. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. For more information, call 254-722-2597 and like the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show on Facebook. Hey, right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're outstanding all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. 
Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal housing lender. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. It is the home of the world champion Texas Rangers. Stretch, wouldn't it be nice if we could say the world champion Dallas Cowboys again before, well, I don't know, before Anytime we can't say lifetime. it at all? Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. It, it, when people tell me, you know, I, when I really start to think about it in 95, the last time, you know, I, obviously I was there, but the last time the Cowboys won it, that, that, that really is, it's hard to, it's almost hard to think about, Ward. It, it really, it's painful. It is painful to think about because that, my question would be, have they had good enough teams? I mean, Tony Romo, heck of a quarterback, DeMarcus Ware. I mean, they have had good football teams, good players, and the thought that they have not won a championship till 95, it, it, it almost makes your rear end itch. I mean, it really does. I mean, that's a long time. Well, they haven't been to a conference championship since then. I mean, think about that. It, it, it is. It's something that, uh, you know, I was thinking I, I, I was thinking about having a little lunch today, but if that doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what would, so – yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate for Cowboy fans because it you just and every year we do the same thing, right? We we stand there and we go out to Thousand Oaks and uh, this is the year and just cannot navigate to the NFC Championship game. Somehow something goes wrong, and this year I I think that this year, in my opinion, may be the most disappointing for Cowboy fans because. You just went out and absolutely embarrassed yourself against the Green Bay Packers. No question about it, and and it, and it is. I, I agree with you. I mean, you you get you get out there to sunny Oxnard, Thousand Oaks. They all run together. You're right, Ward. But you get out there and you suck in that that sun. It's a little cooler. You know, you're out of the Texas heat. People love going out there and, and being a part of that. And it's not like you reach over and think about, oh, let me give me a, you know, let me get a bottle of Ozarka. 
you reach over there and you get you a hit of that Cowboys Kool-Aid. <laughs> you start thinking, man, this is a good football team. Man, everybody, you know, they talk about Radio Row. Hell, they fill those tennis courts up at Oxnard with people on the radio talking about the cow- Matt Mosley's the damn mayor of that thing. But for crying out loud, they get out in the middle of that. And it's easy to fall. They really are. They're easy to fall in love with. And I, I, I'll, I'll go to what you said. I mean, have you ever been or felt like you've been more let down than what the Cowboys did round one to the playoffs to Green Bay? And it, it's one of those things that I, it, it may be a while before you can turn that page because right now, when you, when you really look at, at the scope of what's going on in the NFL, and you think about the time that the Cowboys, what was it, week five or six, played San Francisco and got their butt whipped, and you're like, boy, they may be a long way from getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I it sometimes, I mean, you've been around this game for a long time. Sometimes it takes a while to wash that stink off. It just does. Oh. <laughs> there's there's no question about it. And, and, you know, I try to, I mean, as a Cowboys analyst now, I really try to put on, you know, a, a, a pair of glasses to say, okay, let's look at this from a big picture uh, format and think about, you know, it's hard to win 12 games in the NFL. It, it is hard. And you think about how the season went this year, for the Cowboys, I mean, how did they, uh, you know, how did how did it start off, and then how did they kind of get through that middle part of the year, and everybody was feeling good about the Texas Coast offense and what Mike McCarthy was doing, taking over the play calling from Kellen Moore, uh, how the Cowboys defense was um, taking away uh, and, and getting those turnovers. And, and being able to convert on a lot of those turnovers, Deron Bland setting the record on uh, pick sixes. And, and, and then you kind of got to that, those first two weeks and the Cowboys whip up on the Giants. They whip up on both New York teams. And then they go out to the desert and lay an absolute egg against an, uh, a really not very good Cardinals team minus Kyler Murray. Then they come back, beat New England big, and obviously they go play San Francisco and just get just get thumped. And you think, man, this is this is not going to be very good. Then they go through that streak where they win five. I think we might have lost stretch there <laughs> for just a second. As uh he was talking about the Dallas Cowboys and where they are. Yeah, he's gone. We have to try to call him back here in just a second. Uh, as I was looking at this, Aaron, and we'll get stretched back on and let him finish that thought here in just a minute. But back-to-back chances coming up for the Cardinals. Stretch, are you back? There he is. I'm back. I apologize. That's okay. You just got a little excited. <laughs> I did get a little excited. Got moving the, got to moving my stuff around in the office, and that's exactly right. I get to talking with my hands, and I'm thinking, boy, people can see me here. That's Cowboys team, and I was about to get you to drink some of the Kool Aid. <laughs> it just fell right off the shine. That's all right. 
Cowboys but, are not there, and we all know why. And it's very disappointing for Cowboy fans. But the Chiefs are, and they have a chance to make history again, Stretch, with back-to-back Super Bowl wins. Can you go through and tell me who had the first back-to-back Super Bowl win? First back-to-back Super Bowl wins, I'm going to say, wow, that's a good, that's a good question. Uh, No, I, 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 initially I would say New England, but I know, I know it's been done before that. I just can't. No, I can't. I, I, I'm not sure I can answer that, Ward. You stumped me. Congratulations. I'm sorry. Super Bowl one and two, 1966 and 1967. It was the Packers defeating the Chiefs 35 to 10 in Super Bowl one. Then back to back, they defeat the Raiders 33 to 14 with Bart Starr at the quarterback uh, for the Packers. So the very first two Super Bowls were back to back champions. And is that? Is that when they decided to name the trophy? <laughs> you know what? Lombardi. Yeah. I I mean, I think you kind of have to in that situation. You, there's been several back-to-back teams, and I know that you know a lot of these, and it was the Miami Dolphins, the second team to do it, in Super Bowl seven and eight, as they win in 1972 and 1973 uh, for the Dolphins. Then Pittsburgh, the only franchise to go back-to-back two different times stretch in 74 and 75 and then they closed out the decade in 78 and 79 and went back to back twice 49ers have done it in Super Bowls 23 and 24 in 1988 and 1989 they went back to back and the Dallas Cowboys you were right there on location in 92 and 93 as they go back to back Uh, For that organization, the Broncos did it with Elway. We talked about him earlier in Super Bowl 32 and 33 when they win 97 and 98. The last team to do it, the team you just mentioned a few minutes ago, was the New England Patriots in 2003 and 2004. So a chance for the Kansas City Chiefs and Pat Mahomes to go back-to-back and win a back-to-back Super Bowl, which hasn't been done very many times. It Stretch, when you look at the opportunity that Pat Mahomes has sitting out in front of him, if he's able to pull this off on Sunday, where does his legacy already stand, even though he's been in the league such a short time? Well, I mean, you got to consider you're going to have to put him in the conversation with, I mean, with Bradshaw, with uh, Brady, you you know, with Montana. You, it really is at such a young age. You think about uh, putting him or, you know, mentioning him with those guys, but you absolutely have to. And you look at the the amount of games that he's won in the NFL, and you look at uh, – here's the other thing. We talked about health earlier with the Texas Rangers. I mean, the – that kid plays and plays and plays, and he's been hurt. He plays through it. He is as tough as it gets when you think about a quarterback and his ability to play through, you know, even what he played through last year in the playoffs, Ward. Yeah, I mean, you you, would, you thought that he was not going to be able to get it done, but he just hopped around the field and still was absolutely amazing 
And not many guys can do that, right? Oh, no, no, they can't do it. I mean, it, 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 today, uh, how you maintain and keep yourself on the field, we know what Tom Brady was able to do. I mean, he came out with all those, I, I, I don't know how many avocados he was eating. I don't even know how he could do all that. He was carrying that jug of water around. And, I mean, he was absolutely, you know, trying to get his body to get the most out of uh, his career, get the most out of uh, himself being able to play. Because guess what? Nobody has, to my knowledge, and maybe you can help me here, nobody got runs father time. At some point, no. he, he catches up to you. So uh, being able to stay on the field and play at the level he's played at, I think it speaks volumes about it. Do I, do I think he... Uh, Still eats at Whataburger? Hell yeah, he does. They can say all that they want to say for crying out loud. And hey, hey, they may not call Whataburger fast food, but I'm gonna tell you one thing: he 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 uh, he does defy all of the you know really all the different uh, you know odds that are out there. And I, I think even today, I, you know, I kind of I'm kind of picking against him because I do think the 49ers have the better team. But if you think about his record and how he's been able to overcome, it certainly makes you question uh, your or my thought process. Because guess what? He, he's been able to get it done over and over and over. And he kind of thrives on that a little bit. Absolutely, he does. Should be a fun one coming up. We'll have more uh, from Radio Row as we're going to try to get a hold of Q Myers as he'll join us next on the Press Box. Hopefully, he's not too covered up at Radio Row, but we'll find out here in just a minute as the Press Box returns right after this. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew making his weekly appearance. My recipe for these colds, I start with the steroids. <laughs> I don't take them by mouth. I get the actual shot, okay. and then I chase it with the methyl prednisone, and then throat coat to herbal tea. Just Dr. Mosley trying to talk to you. That's for you. really good. I yeah. thought you told me it was just four hottie toddies, and you'll be fine. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, the all new Volkswagen of Waco. We are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. Hey, look, it's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection, better prices, and easy credit. You just pick it out. We'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. 
Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Univo Windows Direct. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville and Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Time now to visit with Q Meyer some game night. Weeknights on ESPN Radio. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide Stretch Smith along with you here on this Thirsty Thursday and joining us live from Las Vegas at Radio Row, Q Myers. Q, how are we doing, man? Uh-oh. I guess his interview just got there. We lost him. <laughs> That's okay. He was going to talk until his interview started. And, uh, That's all right. We'll, we'll try to get him back, and if we can, we can. If not, I mean, he's he's a busy guy. And stretch, you know how Radio Row is. It's it's you got to pick and choose where you can get it done. And if something comes up, it just something comes up. So that's well. exactly right. And and there's no telling. You got so many people that are moving around. There's so many people that are trying to get their guy on this station or that you know, you're being pulled in so many different directions. So certainly I can understand that. Ward and and, and hopefully we can get him back. Uh, Ward, I, I'm still I'm gonna go back to the top of the show and I, I I'm still a little Help me out here, but are, are you not in the same or, or feel the same way I do? G- Gary Patterson going to be a consultant analyst for Baylor? Is that, does that, I mean, it doesn't like, like it my fire almost, at all. <laughs> but it's almost hard to say. It's, almost, I'm telling you, you, you know, normally I don't have to really think I can just it just kind of rolls off I mean I have sometimes I have a good filter and other times I don't have a very good filter but I mean to 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 think that uh 
I, I just think that is a big time coup to bring him in and, and I, I, I can't get over it. And it's going to take me a little while to really be able to say that because I, I, I respect uh, coach Patterson a lot. I mean, I think he is a hell of a football coach and uh, I really do think that, that, that this is, this is something that, and I know J Mo and Mosley uh, after us are going to talk about it and be able to break it down, but it does. It, it, I can honestly say there are a lot of things that surprise me, but that really surprises me, Ward. I I don't get that way about coaches making moves around. I just don't. And I just it for me, it's yes, you got a good guy in Gary Patterson and he was able to go I mean, what's the difference in going from TCU to Texas or TCU to Baylor? I get it. Maybe there was a rivalry there. Did it get heated between him and our brows? Yes, it did. But that's the way coaches are. And for him to be able to put a different hat on, I mean, you've moved around. You've put different hats on. Is it that big a deal? No, to, not to me it isn't. Oh, yeah, and, and, and again, I'm, I think it's more about, uh, you know, you, you and, and you're right, you use the term coaches, and that's a, I mean, that's a big, you know, that encompasses a lot of people. And no, I didn't think a lot about it. I, I guess the part of me that is a little bit um, – you know, that just kind of shocks me a little bit was because he had an opportunity to stay at Texas last year. He decided not to. We know, you know, Fort Worth is his home. His, his wife is big into philanthropy, and they do a lot in the Fort Worth community. You know, he, he's he's big on social media. I saw that he was, you know, took a big vacation, was in Africa and, and doing some things. I had heard his name mentioned at the University of Houston, you know, when they were going through that head coaching search. But I think, Ward, it's – it's. The, I had kind of thought, okay, Gary has kind of had enough here and he's not – you know, he's going to wait for the right time to be a head coach and then to – at this kind of late juncture, you know, really the college coaching cycle is over with had – had Jim Harbaugh not taken the job or had Jeff Halfley, you know, the, the Boston College head coach, not gone to uh, the Green Bay Packers as the defensive coordinator, we're in February. I mean, we're in we're, – we're, we're after signing day for crying out loud. Usually coaches have moved by then, but I, I'm just – I think it's the fact that it is Gary Patterson and it is someone with his um, resume and, and going to uh, – it's not that you put away the, um, you know, what was the banter between the two schools. It's that he's getting back into it. I think that's kind of got me a little bit pushed back in my chair. And, and I get it. And I understand that Gary Patterson probably wants to be a head coach again. And maybe this is the step that he needs to take if things can change around at Baylor and have a successful year of being able to be on this staff maybe that's what he needs to boost him up to be able to have another opportunity as a head coach maybe maybe that's right. why he's doing it yeah and 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 I, I agree I mean we we know that again he he was in on the you know he was in on the University of Houston um you know, head coach and search, and they decided to go with, you know, uh, Willie Fritz, who would, had done a, has done a great job at Tulane, and and uh, I, I believe those were the two finalists for that job. 
I just think it's the fact that it's the timing ward of it, and then it's it's the uh, you know it's going to bay. I just didn't. It's just something I didn't expect. So I good for him. I'm glad he's back in the game. I'm I'm glad he's doing it in the state of Texas. I there's nothing like. I mean, you you won't find a more proud Texan than Glenn Stretch Smith. I mean, I am a Texan through and through, and it doesn't make a rip whether you're talking about Austin, Texas, Waco, Texas, the Metroplex, South Padre Island, Conroe, Texas, Lake Conroe, Texas, where my beautiful girlfriend lives, or or West Texas, Sweetwater, Lubbock, Odessa, all of them. I, I, I love everything about the state of Texas. Literally, Ward, I'm one of those guys, that, and, and, and I've had the opportunity to travel a bunch of places and see a lot, but at 61 years old, you could fence me in the state of Texas, and I wouldn't give a rip if I ever left again. That's how I feel. <laughs> so you're telling me you'd like the old Southwest Conference back? Oh, would I? I mean, not, not, nothing like it. Nothing like the... Nothing like the feel of the Southwest Conference with only one school out of it, and that was and that was Arkansas. And you know what? I I, I kind of consider them a brother anyway. So I I, I, I put, my, put put my arm around the hogs. <laughs> this is the press box on ESPN Central Texas. More news from Baylor. Baylor Vice President and Director of Athletics of Intercollegiate Athletics, Mac Rhodes has been added to the 2024 College Football Playoff Selection Committee, and it was announced by the CFP uh, this afternoon. So Mac Rhodes now will be a part of the selection committee for the college football playoffs coming up this year with the new format as well being a 12-team format. Good for Mac Rhodes. I absolutely good for good for Mac Rhodes and good for Baylor. You know, I mean, I think that's any time you can bring – that um, positive uh, vibe to your name and to the school that you represent. Uh, congratulations, Mac Rhodes. And I tell you what, deserving. He, he's deserving of that. Absolutely. And I think it's a great choice. It should be uh, very interesting to watch how this all unfolds. I, I, I am more excited about the college football playoff with the, with the new expansion of the 12 teams. I just hope they get it right. And I think with a guy like Mac Rhodes in the chair, they're going to get it right more times than they're going to get it wrong. But I'm still uh, – one of the opinions is 12 is not enough. It needs to be more, in my opinion. Really? I'll, I, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, looking at what they did this year, and, and uh, you know, I, I, and, uh, nothing against Florida State – but they got it right. They did get it right with with the four teams that they Absolutely put in. Absolutely they did. And, right. And so uh, when you question whether they can get it right, I do think they'll get it right with 12. Uh, do I think it's enough? I think that's a conversation for another day. But I am, I, I'm really uh, looking forward to this coming up college football season and, and seeing how – this process works and in, in, in 12 teams, that's a lot, Ward. I mean, you, 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 if you've been one of those teams that's been right there on the fringe and hadn't been able to bust through and get in it, 
Here's your opportunity. And guess what? The offseason started about four weeks ago. So if you're not hammering it in the weight room, if you're not out there running, if you're not throwing and doing what you need to do with your guys, you're behind because having 12 teams, I think, does uh, uh, give the college football playoff a whole new, a shed whole new light on the process. This is the Press Box. Ward Langs and Glenn Smith along with you. And as promised, he's got freed up for just a little bit. And I, I know you're a busy, busy man, Q, but I certainly do appreciate the time from Radio Row as the Super Bowl grows closer and closer every day. And what is the vibe out there at Radio Row? It is crazy, crazy busy out here, man. I apologize. I was on online with you guys. You're all good. And Ricky, Ricky Williams walked up, and I had to go ahead and knock out a Ricky Williams conversation. Uh, we have Neil Smith that just walked up. We got all kind of people. It's so crazy. Ward, you've been on Radio Row before. This one is times a thousand. It is just, <laughs> I mean, one, you don't have to convince media members to come to Vegas. Right? right. That's one thing. You don't have to convince them. But then you also don't have to convince players to come to Vegas either. So uh, ever since Monday, what's up, boss? Ever since Monday, it has been packed. It has been just kind of like, you know, wall-to-wall people. And, of course, it gets busier and busier as the week wraps up. But, man, on even on Monday, it was really busy. So we've just been – uh, we've been going around, man, with our hair on fire. It is, like I said, it is a lot of fun. Q Myers with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And Q, you get to talk to a lot of people uh, that are roaming around. And I know that you, you've had the opportunity to get their feel on it. But your feel on this game, can the Chiefs go back-to-back? Or is San Francisco just good enough to upset Pat Mahomes? Well, I'll tell you right now, first of all, this game makes me sick. Right. I mean, this is the 49ers <laughs> and the Chiefs, so I can't win either way you look at it. Right. I mean, the Chiefs obviously are, are hated by the Raiders and the 49ers are hated by the Raiders. So, I mean, you can't win in that scenario. But when you take that, the fandom out of it and you look at the game and you understand that both these teams earned their way to the Super Bowl, that they, these are two really good teams. And, you know, for the 49ers to actually be favored in this game is, is hilarious to me because how do you go against Patrick Mahomes? I don't care who you are. How do you go against Patrick Mahomes? Haven't we learned already? (laughs) Stop going against that dude. Like, we just don't learn. So, yeah, I just think that the Chiefs are actually peaking at the right time. I really feel that way. Um, The 49ers, their their defense is good, but it's not good at stopping the run. So I think you're going to see a lot of the run game from the Chiefs with Isaiah Pacheco. I think you're going to see Patrick Mahomes really be Patrick Mahomes and then use his legs as well when need be. And I just feel like, I mean, who's going to stop the Chiefs? I just – I think that they go back-to-back. I think that they all of a sudden now are in the dynasty conversation, and they're also the villains on the NFL conversation. Absolutely. Q Glenn Stretch-Smith here. How you doing, buddy? Long time, no talk. Hey, it's been a minute, man. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, let me ask you. No covering the Raiders like you do. Uh, did they get it right with their head coach and hiring Antonio Pierce? Are you, are you happy with the direction that, that that franchise is going now? Yeah, absolutely. I think AP was great. Uh, it was funny, man. When uh, Josh McDaniels got fired on, on October 31st on Halloween, I never root for anyone to get fired. We know how this business is. You know, Stretch, just as well as anybody, how this business is. So I don't root for people to get fired. But, man, it was like night and day from October 31st to November 1st. When AP walked in the building for that introductory press conference, it's like 
that dark cloud was lifted off the organization. I, I've been describing it as a bad relationship that you didn't know how bad it was until you were out of it. Once you were out of that relationship, you're like, hey, this is cool. I don't mind being at, at, at the house with Coco. I don't mind doing it. I'm good, <laughs> right? I mean, like, I, I'm good to go. This, I can do whatever I want. I feel great about myself. Yeah, I, who needs that relationship that I had? I'm good, man. I, so, yeah, I think, that it's, I think it's really good. The players obviously rallied around them. You saw that, uh, you know, the, the way that they were advocating for him, Max Crosby putting it on the line. Hey, we, you know, we want to play for him. We want to play for him. We want to get it, get it right. Let's have some consistency. And he's really embraced what it is to be a Raider. Right. I mean, he's coming with that Billy Badass uh, type of approach, kind of like the Raiders were back in the day. You know, we do what we want to do. and We're going to do it this way. Like, that's what he tells me. I was walking and talking with him just the other day here on Radio Row. And he said, man, look, we're going to we're going to play with ill intent. We're going to play with passion. We're going to take what we want. We're going to be physical. We're going to be violent, but we're going to do it legally. And uh, I love it. Right. And so I think that they got the, the right guy. And I think that this team is heading in the right direction. Q Myers with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas, live on Radio Row. You hear him every night right here on ESPN. And Q, one of the things that just absolutely drives me crazy right now is a lot of people are trying to stir up, well, if the Chiefs win back-to-back, Andy Reid walks away and retires on top. I get where you're coming from, but there's no way. If you've got Patrick Mahomes and you've got the rest of this team together the way it is in your opinion i mean why not ride it out and go for a three-peat man i'm trying to tell you i'm greedy i'm greedy like that that's what i was saying the other night i was telling my partner emmett golden he was like well you know it would be cool i could see i could see uh you know andy reed retiring and this that and the other and go and wants to be a grandfather or do this that and the other i was like why why do that if i mean if you've got pat mahomes in his prime man go 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 get it, man. Milk it, right? Go get as much as you can out of that. Go get four. Go get five. Go get Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? As much because it's very rare that you get a unicorn like Patrick Mahomes. Those guys don't grow on trees, and every team wants their next Patrick Mahomes. So while you have him and you have him at a at a decent rate, and he's still young, man, I'm telling you, work it, work it. So I don't know what he's gonna do. Like I said, I'm greedy, so I would say, hey, man, let's run this thing back. Hey, man, let's run it back again. Let's try to keep doing it until they, until they stop us. It's like basketball, right? I used to play ball all the time. We didn't get off the court until you kicked us off the court. That's how I would be, right? Hey, man, as long as we're winning, we're, we stay on. Winner stays on. That's how we play. <laughs> Q, let me ask you this. Uh, give, me, give me your feelings on Harbaugh taking over the Chargers and and, and and what do you th- how do, how do you think he transitions from winning a national championship in in Michigan to to, to back into the NFL? Oh, I think he's going to do well, man. I mean, the one thing Jim Harbaugh's proven is he can win, right? Everywhere he's been, whether it's San Diego, Stanford, the 49ers, now Michigan. I mean, he, he's a winner. He's a winner. What's up? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chilling, chilling. That's how that's see. That's how it is, man. You're sitting here talking and all of a sudden uh, someone walks by you that knows you. This is how Radio <laughs> Row is. It's, it's crazy. I love it. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's Jim is such a he's such a good coach. And you got Justin Herbert. What a great opportunity he has. Right. And I think we can all agree that Herbert has not he has not uh, lived up to what everybody expected. He's not been able to get over the hump. And I don't think it's really his fault. I think it's been his coaching. I think it's been, you know, unfortunate luck with some injuries, but he's a hell of a quarterback. So you get him with Jim Harbaugh, I think that's a great opportunity. It just made the AFC West that much tougher. As much as I think that the Raiders are going in the right direction with AP, I think the Chargers are definitely going in the right direction with Jim Harbaugh. Q Myers with well, us in the me... press box here on ESPN Central Texas live at Radio Row at Super Bowl 58. And Q, you and I have walked around Radio Row many times, 
and seen some very, very interesting things. The best thing you've seen at this year's Super Bowl Radio Row, and I know what the best thing you've seen in the past was Halle Berry, but what's the best thing you've seen this year? Well, you know, I'm going to leave the, the ladies out of the conversation here because that could be a long conversation. I don't know if we got that much time. I'm going to go ahead and leave that alone. But with that being said, no, I, I saw it was pretty cool. Saw Coach Prime, saw Michael Irvin, uh, saw Emmett Smith all kind of around each other and talking. Wow. They, were passing, they were in passing, and they just kind of stopped and talked with each other. And, of course, you know, Coach Prime is doing his thing in Colorado and you know, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, and Emmett Smith walking around, and he's got so many. I really respect the hell out of Emmett, man. He's got so many different business adventures going on. He's got the tequila. Uh, you know, he's got some uh, nasal spray stuff that he's working with. He's got a restaurant <laughs> he's opening up in Vegas. Wow. I mean, there's all kinds of cool. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of different things, and he looks great. He looks like, you know, he may be able to get you five yards if need be, right? So, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's out here doing his thing. But just to see all three of them be able to sit down or, or even stand around and talk with each other, I think it's cool. I, 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 I take that stuff in. It's not even stuff that I'm part of. It's just – sit back and kind of watch it's like man i wonder what that conversation is like with those three great guys absolutely let me ask you this q we, we talked about andy reed now probably being the third highest paid coach in his division you, you, you think he's posturing that for a pay raise um i mean he could he he, he earned it right i mean he's definitely earned the pay raise <laughs> i think everyone in kansas city's earned their pay raise Right. I, I, I'm interested, though, because, you know, going back to just is, is he going to retire or not? I wonder who would be in line to get that job if he were to. Like, that's my question. OK, so say Andy Reid's not there. Would it be Steve Spagnola who did a hell of a job with the defense this year and didn't get any kind of consideration or conversation about a head coaching job? Would it be him be the automatic successor? You know, or would it be someone outside the building? You know, Eric Bieniemy is he going to go back? He's been uh, hanging out with the Chiefs lately. Like, there's so many different questions I have. So that's another reason I don't think Andy Reid's going to go anywhere because, well, who's going to take his place? It's not going to be just some random new, you know, head coach that may be a, a pretty good offensive coordinator or a good defensive coordinator that's starting to be on the rise. If you're going to walk into a building with Patrick Mahomes, man, you better have some skins on the wall. You better be somebody. So that's another reason I don't think Andy Reid's going anywhere. Q Myers with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. You'll hear him on game night weeknights right here on ESPN and on Sirius XM as well. And Q, the over-under on Taylor Swift sightings. What's, in, what's oh the word from Vegas right now? Oh, man, I, could, I can't even tell you. It's going to be bananas, though, right? I mean, there's going to be so, <laughs> many, so many people talking about her and this, that, and the other. And, and I live in a Swift-free zone, so I don't, I don't, ever, live, I don't ever lean into that. I am as Swift-free as it gets, but I, I'm, it's, it's not her fault as, as my – my guy, my guy, Steve Cofield, just waved me off as soon as he heard me say "Swift Free." He just, he just waved me off. See, that's that's how much attention she already gets, right? <laughs> Co- coworkers can be brushed off. He, he told me I ain't worth a salt. So see, that's how it goes, just like that. But you know, it's funny, man. I want to give you guys this, man. This is this is something pretty cool uh, that I, I, I stumbled into. Uh, the national anthem is going to be sang by Reba McIntyre, right? That's a totally different conversation. Right. I'm random. I'm random like that at times. So, anyway, Reba McIntyre is going to sing the national anthem. The over-under is 90 and a half seconds. And after I talked to someone who broke it all the way down, like broke down her singing style, the notes that she sings, <laughs> how she sang when she was at 48, 58, and 68, they told me that they guarantee if you're a player prop bet type person, if you like to do like little prop bet bets or whatever the case may be, if you're on a little app, Go under the 90 and a half seconds. 
she's going to get through that, that national anthem pretty quick. That's going to start the Super Bowl off. So I gave you a little nugget there. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, it's because it, is it under because she's still smoking those menthols? Is she not carrying the notes that long? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, does, she doesn't hold the notes as long, right? She used to be at a higher octave. Now she's down at a little bit lower. Uh, you know, she was, she, she was a little bit slower when she was 48, a little bit, you know, sped up a little at 58. But at 68 now, she's going to get through that thing pretty quick, man. She, it's going to be like a 40-yard dash, like boom. <laughs> Q Myers with us in the press box. All right, Q, now to the nitty-gritty. Who wins Super Bowl 58? I think it's Kansas City, man. I, I just can't go against 15, right? I've, I've done it too many times. I said that this was a year that they were down. You, if you're going to get on them, you can get on them this year. And now it's just like, come on, man, they're in the Super Bowl, right? And they got Patrick Mahomes. So if I pick the Chiefs to win um, and, and they don't, then, okay, shame on me. I, I, I bet on Patrick Mahomes. Okay, that's a loss I don't mind taking. The problem is if I say, oh, no, 49ers are going to win, and then the Chiefs win, I'd be like, why was I such a dummy and pick against Patrick Mahomes? So I'd rather lose and have dignity than lose and be a dummy. So I'm going to roll with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win this one. Q Myers live on Radio Row. What's coming up uh, on your show here on ESPN over the next couple of nights? Oh, man, a lot from Radio Row. I've been doing the show every single night here. So I've been getting out of here about 1 in the morning Pacific time. So it's been a lot of fun, though. Uh, I got some interviews. I just knocked out that interview with Ricky Williams. That That's why I wasn't on the phone when you guys came to me. Uh, I was knocking that out. Uh, you know, we got some other interviews. Neil Smith is coming up. I got him. Uh, Marcus Spears, the big swagoo, he's supposed to join the show as well. So we got that plus the NBA trade deadline, which is funny. We're talking all things NFL. Right. But the NBA trade deadline is today as well, so we're paying attention to that. But game night's a lot of fun, man. I'm glad that uh, my people in Central Texas can hear me there on uh, ESPN Central Texas. You know him as your boy Q, Q Myers from Game Night right here on ESPN. Q, always appreciate the time. Stay safe out there. Have a good time on Radio Row, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. I appreciate you guys, man. Stay safe. There he goes. Q Myers with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And I know, Stretch, he's having a really good time. He loves going, and, and, and I do too. But being able to be around that and just almost be a fly on the wall is as much fun as being able to talk to all those people. Well, and you could you could hear it in his voice. I mean, he has a whole different, whole different, whole different step, a whole different pep, a whole different, and that's you know that's what that's what the Super Bowl does for you. I mean, it's the make no mistake about it. I you know I thought when I thought was interesting was when they announced the FIFA and the in the World Cup and everything and how many games that Arlington and Jerry World they said well they're going to get nine games. That will be the equivalent of having nine Super Bowls. I was like, that's, that's not even possible, is it? Is that really possible? Nine, is that how big the World Cup is? But when you think about the Super Bowl, I, I, you know, I, I don't know that it gets any bigger than that, Ward. I don't either. And I, I've, I hear the same things you're hearing. But, it's, I mean, I guess for me it, it is the Super Bowl, and that's the biggest event in the world as far as the most watched at one time, right? Now, if you put the nine uh, games together, maybe. But the one thing that you – I mean, other than the match finale, <laughs> the Super Bowl's the biggest thing anybody watches, right? Well, I, I, they say it's, it's, it's the final World Cup match. That's what they say. Now, I, I find it hard to get my arms around that, but you know what? Uh, 
like I said, I live in Texas, and I don't know that it gets any bigger in Texas in the Super Bowl. So that's kind of my, that's how I look at it, Ward. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Texan, and that's how I look at it. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm fenced in right here in my own backyard. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It is the NBA trade deadline creeping up on us. We'll see what the Mavericks have done as we put a bow on this one from the press box right after this. 